Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is episode number 12 of Ultimate Couch Fans. Thank you very much for downloading. I'm Christian O'Connell. With me in my... Shed? Chalet? Yeah, it's not a chalet. We're not in a chalet. <laughs> what is it then? It's an upgraded shed. It's, it's fine. It's in the shed, me, Brian Lacey. At the bottom of my garden. Happy to be here with a dead pigeon outside the window that I'm stepping Yeah, I've got a German Shepherd dog that's um, <laughs> had an incident out there. Well, this is quite nice, isn't it? To sort of look out at oh. my garden. A shredded, right by my kids' trampoline, You've got, there's a shredded pigeon. Yeah, but, but and also the tennis courts and the swimming pool. There's a... Uh, well, that, that, a that just on the left is the West Wing. Then you've got the ski, library. The ski slope is beautiful. Yeah. By the way, how do you get snow down in Surrey? I'll tell you about it later. So, so much to talk about. Uh, we've got some of your questions. Uh, then we'll talk about UFC Pittsburgh. Uh, then we've got Heroes and Villains of the Week. We're almost spoiled for stuff oh, to talk this about weekend this weekend. was crazy, Good, my there friend. Was, there was too much fights. Too many fights. Stop the violence. Stop um, it. And then we've got to talk about Triple G and Canelo. Yeah. Uh, and then look ahead to this weekend as well. Uh, so, first of all, your questions. Let me get into that one next. Uh, this is this is a great one from uh, Shay. Uh, if you want to email your questions about anything you want to say, it's uh, oc at ultimatecouchfans.com. Christian, I watched Rockhold post-fight interview, and that guy is, pardon my language, a real sulky Susan. <laughs> Folded arms like a petulant child and almost cried. I fear that if you, you did move in with him, uh, one overdone egg for his breakfast could spell the end for you, my friend. Think on about your man love for Luke Rockhold. P.S. Mike Perry is a tool. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah, agree all round. But anyone who, if you bring me an overcooked egg at breakfast, I'm going to get a bit narky. I'm getting a bit narky. Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting to this in a couple of moments, actually. So I'm kind of keeping in what I want to say about okay. my Lukey uh, and also about the tallness of Platinum Mike Perry. Okay. All I'll say for now is he might be Platinum Mike Perry. He is also 24 carat arsehole. <laughs> so leave that there for now. <laughs> Now, last week, do you remember the guy, Rob, who hits up with a load of Would You Rather? Rob Would Edwards, rather? yes. He's back yeah. with a fresh load. <laughs> oh, hello, Rob. Welcome back, Robbie boy. These are all great. Would you rather face Robbie Lawler or Chuck Iceman Liddell if you had a few million purse guaranteed? Also, you have to make their weight. A few salt pills might be needed for Robbie, eh? Ooh. Well, I don't know what he's saying there. Know, what, the the what radio must playing, add pounds to your voice or something. Yeah, Jesus, mate, come on. Uh, it'd be easy making weight for the Robbie one. <laughs> Does he mean salt pills for the Chuck one? He's got confused. <laughs> Who would you rather face at their weight? Do you know what? It'd have to be Chuck the Dell. Take out a quick, merciful knockout. Yeah, exactly. Rather than a five-round five round beating with, him, with blood to coming hell. Oh. And keeping you in hell. Yeah, yeah. And no escape from hell. No escape whatsoever. So, yeah, Chuck the Dell. Would you rather face off... So, just this, uh, this is just a stare down. Diego Sanchez or Connor with Security Steve in attendance. Also, why isn't Security Steve in the octagon? He's bloody murdered most of the people in there. Agreed? Um, Connor, I don't think he's ever going to kick off. I, I, the only reason I'd face Connor is because I'd want to be at one of those weigh-ins. His weigh-ins are almost yeah. as good as the fights. Like, Can you imagine the next one he does? Oh. 
Um, so I do that rather than Diego because I actually would be flinching. Diego also looks like someone who doesn't brush his teeth every day. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Ever. Like, ever. ever. He's never. Ever. Maybe He's never not. Maybe not. No. Yeah. Uh, would you rather Luke Rockhold's body and probable charisma? Why has he put here probable? Probable charisma. Well, I, I think it's a, yeah. He's yeah. not Mr. Charisma. He's, he's not, mis- is he? He's Mr. Good Looking. And his little shiner, I think there's a reference last week to us speculating. I really hope, you know, sometimes you think, God, I hope my kids never find this. I really hope my kids don't find last week's episode of this. If anything ever happened to me, can you delete that episode? Just, just burn we, we, it from we, the internet. We've got that bond between I, us. If they I, shouldn't have to hear their da- dad speculating about a man's genitalia. Also, if we ever get into a divorce with either of our wives, then uh, if that comes to force as exhibit A, this what, his shiner? <laughs> Or is dick no, with abs? Dick. I don't want to start going back down the pants of Luke Rockhold. Would you rather Luke Rockhold's body and probable charisma, that's a very polite way of putting it, it and his little shiner all look like Stefan Struve. It's him again. Oh, the Struves. And have a donkey dong. So you look like Stefan Struve, but you've got a massive got, dong. Got- Where are we going with these questions? It's our fault. <laughs> or, or be at the charisma-free zone that is Luke Rockhold with his beautiful body. Oh, Deary me, just give me Luke Rockhold's body, my shining personality or makeup for the uh, the slog it's already had to. <laughs> yeah, okay. Would you rather go back to the lawless days of Pride where head stomps were legal or have a last man standing ruck uh, with the current crop of MMA stars? I wouldn't want to go back to Pride. Oh, just for one day, mate. Come on, come on. Let's just let's just go back for one fight. Now, are we watching Let, it going back? Oh, geez, are they talking about us being in it? I don't oh, know why this God, no. is obsessed with us being great bodily harm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, going back to watch, going back to Pride. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're allowed the head stamps and also all those all the drugs. Dr- all the drugs all the they drugs. want. All the drugs ever. All the drugs they want ever. I think um, it would be a news story back in those days if you actually tested negative. They'd be, you'd be right. shunned. Clean fighter. Yeah, what's that guy? What's you about this guy? Oh, He's getting it wrong. Uh, Rob, thank you very much for that and for Shay as well. Okay, let's just uh, break down the amazing night that was UFC Pittsburgh. Loved it, mate. Yeah, Loved it. great yet again, yet again, we we almost rolled our eyes at a, a UFC Yeah, card. it just meant it was about Branch and Rockhold, but actually uh, there was it was crowned with some amazing performances and some really, really great fights. First thing I want to say as well, uh, I thought that uh, in terms of the commentary team, I really I, I, Dominic Cruz is brilliant. Dominic Cruz and Paul Felder Paul made Felder his... made a note here. Paul Felder and him work really well together. There was even a bit as well where um, um, uh, Dominic Cruz said to uh, Paul Felder, "Very good read, Felder." I, was, I, was, I had exactly made the same note. note. Rewound it, well, and I actually got goosebumps. <laughs> like, oh, so God, how great was oh, Paul Felder? Look feel? at, oh, Mike, but you can imagine that, can't you? Do you think Dominic Cruz is like grooming the It's about the when he was on, um, I think it was inside control and it, he had his was, legs up, stop was, him shrimping. So yeah, exactly that. So he elevated the legs yeah. on the takedown so that he can't base yeah, him. And he just went, very good. Very good, very read, good read, read. I, I, I was like, wow. That exactly romance. the same thing. Look at Give this. Give these two a buddy movie. Oh, can you imagine? And, and also if you watch, because I, I it must just be habit of watching where the, I don't watch the fights, I watch the commentary team. But when the camera pans around, when Felder was talking, yeah. Felder would direct it directly at Dominic Cruz. Yeah. And when Cruz was talking, he would look straight forward. Are we and talking then, about the spare part who's been cuckolding on this? Poor John Annick. Poor John Annick. Who's li- there to do like the stuff about what movie it's sponsored yeah, by. Or Kingsman 2. 7-Eleven. Golden Circle. 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. Ah, it was there. I, I told you it's a done deal. <laughs> but, uh, um, but I, but thought, I, I thought Paul was really, really good and really likeable. Um, 
So let's talk about, first of all, uh, Uriah. What a comeback. That that fight, stood, oh. so it was, on, it was on the prelims or prelims. early prelims. So yep. it's, it's really early in the card. Both of them uh, are sort of UFC veterans. Jocko, though, has got a history of being in really dull fights. He's fought yeah. uh, Scott Askham. He's fought Luke Barnett. And uh, I've forgotten the, the other, uh, the, the huge Swedish guy that he, he fought. But they're, they're usually pretty dull fights. But yep. he came out in this one. He That first round, Uriah yeah. Hall took an absolute beating. I, I was almost getting annoyed. Like, when is the referee going to stop this? Yeah, this is this is uncomfortable. It, he needs to do something. It's over, and you start to think, "Oh, Hall's had his time now. That's going to be his second loss." And then it just goes to show about referees judging it right when not to step in because and being in that they can sense. Yeah. I've talked to referees about you. You, you can see, you can f- almost feel because they are part of that action. There is an I energy bet. within the cage yep. that is different that we don't to what know we about. see that we don't yep. know. So I've spoken to, to name drop. There you go, John McCarthy again. Oh no, uh, not again with the old trains. Honestly, it's been a few episodes. He's on, he's on the Euro start <laughs> at the minute. He's loving it, by the way. Uh, but he, um, yeah, he was. There is, there is definitely an energy you can feel and read within. Within, right. within a fight and that I think was was read perfectly because for Uriah Hall to come back what and to do comeback, what he one did one of the best comebacks ever it was stunning and you got to look at Uriah Hall as well so he got, got all that fame off the back of the spinning head kick yep. and and his performance in the tough series lost to Kevin Gastelum in there and we were always waiting for him to arrive yeah. as, as somebody and he's never quite made it which is why he's dropped down the card so far but he fought with a broken a bone sticking out of his toe yeah. which should have been stopped <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. There's yeah, no, a bone. It should have been. Uh, I think any other referee could have easily made a case for stopping that. Yeah, so he fought through that and he won that fight. It's amazing. And then he knocked out Musasi in a fight he was losing, spinning back kick, and now he's done this to Jocko. So, yeah. so Uriah Hall yet again has earned and props where, uh, yeah, where but for, for not for the flamboyance, not for all the stuff that we thought he'd be famous Just for. Just what makes the sport the so exciting. Yeah, the, the the real heart and determination, not giving in. I thought I thought it was amazing. I also really really. Uh, there were so many standout performances. It was, it was such an exciting card. Gillespie versus Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, that opened what the a fight. That was great. A really, really, really good scrap. Um, Gonzalez showing loads and loads of Gonzalez heart as well. looked about three weight classes bigger than he him. He did, That's, didn't he? So we started with those big snapping head kicks. Yeah. And he, he just looked like a different weight class. And when he started that fight, I yep. thought, uh, I thought, is it Gillespie? Had, um, yeah. Had, had, I thought he was going to get starched in the first round, but I was wrong. Yeah. I thought it was a cracking fight. Really, really good. Um, also, uh, Usman, what a dangerous man. Usman. He is a problem. He is, he is a problem. He's a problem. I'm he a is problem. A, the Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> I'm, I'm a problem. I'm a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is, what an amazing thing to say after you just start someone. I'm a problem. Yep. Yeah, you are, mate. Yeah, you are really, a, really a, but, a, a but real problem. But knocked him clean out. And the way that uh, Morales went to the ground and he, almost went to like he didn't just, so much as knock him out he turned him off he turned him off but he, he like can you turn off a human being uh, yes yeah, he did he can, he can you can turn him off while making him do a forward roll as oh, well which he was just collapsed, collapsed under himself was, but he, that's that's his first finish in the UFC I think for he for looked Ultimate. a really crisp striker and he looked he looked great and another fighter with, coming out of that new camp with Henry Hooft I forgot yeah. what the name of that camp is now but same again Rockhold spent his time down there there's some there's some Hasn't solid he, I love Henry Hoof as well. He's incredibly direct. <laughs> really, really and direct. And he's massive. He's, he's, he's like, huge. He's, he's bigger than all the fighters. His head's over the cage. <laughs> his head's over How the cage. How is that possible? <laughs> Only Stefan Struve has ever seen <laughs> over the cage. Yet Henry Hooft is... Uh, is I think is, he's great. Oh, he's, he's really... Brilliant. He's grown on me as well, yeah, mate. As he's well, grown yeah. on me a yeah. lot. 
Yeah, I, I, I like him. Uh, also, uh, I think we just, uh, just want to draw attention to the amazing wardrobe of Francis Ngannou. <laughs> Don't know if you saw the fez that he was going. Normally in an amazing three-piece suit. Yeah. You know, he's a big, good-looking guy, but this time in that fez... Uh, and I just thought he looked he looked quite like he'd been on Mr. Ben or something Mate, like that and tried can, a new outfit. Can anybody look hard in a fez? Can yes, any Francis and Garner can <laughs> <laughs> Yes he can, there you go. Um Mike Perry Let's I just it, have mate. a problem with him. Okay. He's just he just reminds me of Biff Tanner on Back Let's, to the Future. That's such a good analogy. Do you know what I mean? That's, he's, there's uh, just something he's that guy. Who was in the year above you at school? Yeah, that everyone was frightened of. Yeah, and you had to laugh, <laughs> laugh at so because you just didn't want them to pick on you or yeah. put your head down the toilet. Yeah, he's that guy. Um, but fair play. And then when he went afterwards, everyone wants to see me knock out Robert. Who? Who? Yeah, who's been who? queuing like up to see for that fight? Lord, knock you. Spark I'd, out. I'd love to see oh, when, oh, when he to said it. Oh, when he said it, I just thought, do you know what? I'd like to see what you want. Wish we were life sometime, mate. But poor Alex Reyes, mate. So he took yeah. this fight on short notice. Yeah, he he weighed underweight, so he's a, a natural lightweight, and he jumped Perry's into this. Perry's a strong this. guy. You sort of Perry's a, he's a nightmare. He might be a bit. A of lot a tool. of that weight is the hair gel. Yeah, I mean, if that gets in a guy's the, eyes, is the, that is that legal? Is what, that a problem? What was that hair do as well? He wasn't quite committing to the <laughs> Mohican, was he? No. And he's got his missus in the corner as well, which is uh, which is always quite an interesting one for me. Cause, yeah, uh, well, I mean, I'm not sure why someone would do that. Yeah, the only, if my wife was in the corner, she'd be just constantly like, "Sorry, did you or yeah. did you not? Did you?" Are the bins out? Because I, I did ask. Yeah, I and did he went, say like, that. Hang on, I'm back out in thirty seconds. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, "Well, there's never a good time with you, is there?" <laughs> When is a good time to oh, talk about this? Oh, you have fun with your mates, but oh, you have fun with me. Showing off front of your mates, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'll speak it. to you again in a couple of minutes. The, the smiling Sam Alvey has his wife, but she was America's next top model, so yeah. he, he's allowed her in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to reduce the, the homosexuality thoughts that we had in last week's podcast. To by balance upping, it out. Yeah, just some misogyny. Stick it in there. But um, but a, a great performance. Really good knockout. But I felt sorry for Alex Reyes. He yep. just got manhandled. He's, he's a weight class up. He got beasted by yeah, uh, did, by Perry. Um, speaking of beasts, uh, Lombard versus Anthony Smith, which was a bit oh. of a sleeper of a fight, yeah, but a great finish oh, in the amazing end. Amazing finish, wasn't it? I got a, um, I got a, uh, a couple of for our perfect UFC fighters as well, just to just to knock us onto yeah. that for a lovely link. Uh, Tom Russell sent us a couple of things saying, uh, just listen to the podcast, had some proper lols. Um, he said, for the perfect UFC fighter, Hendo's right hand. Yep. That's a great one, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a cool, that's a good shout. That's yeah. a really good shout. And Matt Brown's bullyability. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll watch any fight that Matt Brown does. Any fight. I think he's brilliant. But what made me think of that with Hector Lombard is I would also like to add Hector Lombard's buttocks and thighs. Oh, they oh look my like, God. Um, magic power, don't they? <laughs> Imagine trying to buy trousers God. with an ass like that. Well, it's not just that. It's one if you get into the pants, you sit down, you're tearing them. <laughs> I mean, what does he have to have a special kind of? He doesn't sit, mate. He's Hector he's Lombard. Always, he's Hector Lombard. He's always standing. He's always standing. Always standing. Sleep standing. He can't even get PJs. How do you get like swimming trunks? That's it, mate. I no God, idea. you're right. It's a marvelous the arse it's of a, Hector Lombard. It's, it's a wonder. It's a thing yeah. to behold. Uh, but got sparked out. Looked good for decent enough for two and two and a half rounds. Yeah. Uh, and then Anthony Smith somehow knocked him out with it with a simple one two. So it was a night of unexpected knockouts. Just some really explosive punches. Punching, wasn't yeah, yeah, there? yeah. It was good. It was good. Right, let's go on to our man, Lukey Rockhold. Bow wow. Um, I th- I could sum up basically that uh, his performance. He won. Yeah. Yeah. 
But when Henry Hoof said at the end of the first round to Luke, everything you're doing just needs to be a lot quicker. <laughs> I was like, that's so <laughs> subtle, but amazing. Yeah, just everything. Everything. Quicker. Quicker. Because faster. The, uh, the, the, the first round was like, he's so slow. So do you want to get knocked out again? It just seems like he took, in the first round, I thought he took Branch too lightly again. Far too light. It was cocky again. Which is his biggest downfall. He carries that nothing. arrogance into the cage. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, was, it is his biggest downfall. It's the biggest reason. It's he, a soldier it's the only reason. like Branch. He, does not, he demands your respect. And, and he, he powered forward. Branch, Branch yep. set the pace I as he said he I thought he was going to do it. There was a bit where at least Rocco had enough sense to sort of grapple and, and get him in a clinch, but... But yeah, yeah. But the, the up against the cage at the end of the first round, he catches him with about five or six punches. A heavy shots. Heavy shots. I and then they, this is it. Then, then they clinch, and then Rocco looks over to his corner and just right. gives his no, little hand. No, got, Henry must be just Henry, going Henry, nuts. Henry's fuming. Knock Do someone down, Luke. Think, but quicker. Quicker, mate. <laughs> like head movement. Head movement. Yeah, defense. It, just against, footwork. It was. So, and then the second round, he was. He came out a lot crisper. Yeah. I don't know whether he was just finding his range. But again, against someone like Branch, you could be doing that a lot quicker than like, giving him five the, minutes. The, the big difference was when he could get it to the ground. Luke Rockhold's ground game, we saw it with him submitting Michael Bisping with one arm. His submission, his jiu-jitsu uh, uh, underrated. game. Underrated. He's one of the best in MMA. Oh, stunning. And and How the, he uses his hips as well. But even the setup. So when you're against the yeah. cage, so they, uh, Dominic Cruz highlighted the pommel battle. This yep. is, that is a hand-fighting battle yeah. with grips. He managed to get David against Branch. David, David Branch looked like a light heavyweight at yeah, the time. Yeah, he's a big man. You know, obviously Rockhold Tall and lean, but he's still a big guy. But have a branch just look like a, 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 a he looks incredibly he's, strong. He's a big, big and, and he's a uh, he's a Gracie black belt as well. So, isn't that a slack on the ground? Not but at all. when he got when Rocco got him down, then got him in that body lock. Well, he mounted him with, yes. with ease, so dropped Almost him with a duck, away. So leg reaped, dropped him to the ground, then just literally stepped over. And yeah. like David Branch with, was with ease, with ease, with ease. And once once David he's a Branch was under that, black belt, something like that. he's crazy, very good. mate. It is crazy. And then from that point, once he got his back, he control. He's so strong on his back. Can you can you just imagine him leaning that that pelvis into the well, lower he, spine? Stop and, it. Oh, and oh. <laughs> arching back. Stop it. Now. Come breathing on. heavily. Come on. But oh, no, he, he he knows how to use his weight really well. He's yeah. he's incredibly good. Where do you stand then? There's been a lot of he's got uh, Branch has got a lot of stick online uh, from fans uh, about the tapping to strikes. Um, it's very easy for people to have a go at him online <laughs> for two people in a lodge right. at the end of a yeah. garden with a dead uh, pigeon and, outside to maybe actually, have a dig. So what? He's meant to wait another couple of seconds. Yeah. Getting he can't defend himself. He's fucked there basically. Yeah. Now I know obviously in MMA. You have to survive in uncomfortable positions. You're eye hall, and we've seen it happen yeah. before. And whether or not people feel like that, but I, I couldn't see there was anything he could do. It was going to come to an end. Yeah, there's, but there's, there's us talking about that, and then there's the reaction of fighters, fighters, fighters isn't it? It's a different that, that's thing, the thing to the fans. That is totally different. It, it was and more the fighters that led it, actually. There's you know, question. even Dan Hardy saying straight away. Dan Hardy said that not, before. Yeah, not, not was a, a fan. kind mannered man. Yeah, he said that. I can't remember the last time someone tapped mm. tapped to strikes. Uh, Tito Ortiz tapped to strikes with um, Chuck Liddell, and Chuck Liddell held that over him oh, for so a, a, a long, yeah. so long that yeah. you tapped to strikes. Yeah. So there is something within that that that. Um, Oh, that group of warriors where they they look at that and they think that is that's there's that's, a certain kind of honour in losing the right way. Yeah, without a doubt, and that isn't the way now, for a lot of them. They really did feel like you don't do that. The other argument is if somebody's ready to tap to strikes, is that mean the referee didn't step in quick enough? So did the referee not do the job? But for me, I think Branch was moving. 
enough just before that so the referee could give him and also yeah rock they weren't massive they were painful shots the uppercuts under the arm were, yep. were, were certainly causing damage but it was just the um yeah for for me to say you shouldn't tap to strikes is different for for from a fighter for yeah. me i've got no place no whereas somebody like a dan hardy or like uh quite a few of the fighters loads of them did mate also loads it was quite interesting how they all sort of broke rank it was like i didn't know it was a thing yeah yeah i've never seen it happen before and where it, fighters all agree that oh no you don't do you that. don't do that that's not how that you is, lose that is that's is there's a like, way to lose with dignity like even the amount of fighters that respected conor mcgregor for losing but losing like that at yeah. least he tried us all yeah you know and it was funny how branch has got so much criticism from all the fighters i follow they were all like oh i don't like that yeah and it'll haunt him this next well that's next. the other thing i think mentally that that hangs with you for a bit. It's hard, isn't it? It's ego and self esteem, and those yeah. things get men. It's, it's also a hook for because I've t- I've talked to and well, for trash talking, for not just not just for trash talking, but for mentally preparing for a fighter. Because I talked to Frank about Frank me about it when we're doing ACB, and we've we've seen one guy lose the timidity, so like stop like not engaging enough. So it's disqualification through timidity, which oh is God, that's horrendous, and isn't it? He came to fight again, and he, and we were talking about this, and Frank made made the point. He said, when you're training for this guy, you know you can break him. Yeah, yeah. you know that one hundred percent, and and. No matter how much he says he's worked on his mental game, if you take him into deep waters, he will quit. So that yep. drives you in training. That that makes you all that motivates you. It doesn't make you take him in. If you, if you think you can break your opponent, yep. it gives you that little hook. And then also the trash talking on top of that, he's got to deal with that for his next fight. Yeah, it's tough to. Yeah, it's tough. What do we think? I still think Rockhold is goes into that top three. Yeah. He's still got a load oh, of problems. Oh, with, mate, without a doubt. He's a problem. And he's, been, he's a problem, he's a problem. Mate. Everyone's a problem. He's a, he'd been away for 15 months. Um, he hadn't had his normal training camp. He went with Hoof. But I still thought in the second round, you saw how good he is. He's great, mate. He's a really gifted. You know, there are fighters and then there are athletes. He is a really gifted athlete. Yeah, without he a doubt. He moves so well. And when he does get his kicking right, bloody hell, he his is an amazing great. kickboxer. And, and Cruz highlighted it again. If, if he switches southpaw, he's looking for a yeah. body kick. If he goes orthodox, he's looking for that low calf kick. And, and he just, he's got such length on his kicks as well as I like watching the fight. He's great. You know, in the second round, I was like, oh my God, this, he, is, he is really good. Let's talk about his post fight stuff let's just uh, let's go and talk about the handshake which is uh, which oh, is where yeah. people were going and Dominic Cruz said oh great sportsmanship did you did you see that handshake yeah, yeah. honestly that's like when you've had a schoolyard work and a teacher <laughs> makes you put your hand and you sort of fucking just touch fingers just like lightly but it was the most dis- it was the most disrespectful handshake it's not I think it was a couple of seconds but when it was stopped he sort of looked back oh like, yeah oh yeah yeah like, looking back i think he was annoyed that branch had said that he's got no chin and can't box yeah, yeah. and i'm gonna steam through him um yeah i know the, the handshake was odd the handshake with that but it just for me when people say oh it's good respect sportsmanship there was no sportsmanship i didn't yeah, yeah yeah again it was just rock old oozing fucking smugness yeah arrogance totally and then that again it comes through in the post-fight interview that you know Shea was right the folded arms there's no humility I I took Bisping lightly last year and I've had to learn a few lessons and work on my game it was great to get just you know just try and put a better story on what people think about you you heard people booing him yeah well that's that's because he hasn't got that likeability also John Anik threw a couple of things at him so he not only talked about the the November 4th fight which he kept saying 
just back out GSP. Stop embarrassing yeah, yourself. Yeah, I mean, who who has that win and then calls out GSP? Yeah, well, he's, he's telling GSP to get out of the way of his fight. He said that's his fight, so he's ready to step in November 4th. But when Anik mentioned Robert Whitaker, do you know he didn't say much no. about that? What well, wasn't keen to, no, to wasn't talk about keen. the whole Whitaker thing, <laughs> hey, which I think Whitaker probably Bobby Knuckles would beat him. Mate, Bobby Knuckles would beat. I think, I think he would. I think he'd probably beat Bisping. He'd beat, I think he'd beat yep. Rockhold. He's um, a problem. He. <laughs> He is a problem. You see, he's full of problems at the moment. That's right. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's the amount of problems. It's a good problem to have, um, though, I think. That's but yeah, it. I, it, yeah, I mean, that middleweight division is kind of just... That top three is stacked at the moment with everything on hold to see what is the fallout of the GSP Bisping fight. But if if, G, but if GSP comes out of this fight, which he may well do, because mentally we, we haven't seen how he's coping with this, no. or if there's been very little yet again... We're, on, we're six weeks out from that fight it's and there's a small, small amount of uh, press yep. gone out about it. Bisbing's promoting it. In fact, Bisbing made a good comment on Twitter saying uh, to Rocco saying, you won't even say my name, bitch. No, <laughs> Couldn't it. even let it go. Let it go, let mate. It go. Let it go. But um, if he does come out, would would Rocco be your, your, your one you stick? I don't think Bisbing would take it. I don't think Bisbing would take Rocco stepping in there. No, I don't think he will. What is the... Yeah, I mean, if GSP drops out, if you were the UFC, you'd have someone like Rockhold and pay them a bit to say, stay ready. Yeah. Because if he drops out to his beforehand, we're going to call on someone because yeah. we want to see Bisping fight. Yeah. He's trained. And it might... And do you know what? It's a big card, that is. It's huge. And that third fight between them would keep us happy, actually, if GSP falls out. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, we'd have that. I um, don't think Bisping would take it. I think Whitaker mm. was, was being quiet, and I'm sure he's staying prepared for if, yep. if that. So so I, I think, I think unfortunately... It's what, kind of like Game of Thrones with that, because... Oh, it really is, Nathan. <laughs> it really is, because I just kind of think... We know that Bisping hasn't got many more fights in him, just no. his age and stuff like that. Two tops. I think London, February next yep. year. If they could usually be, have a, Could that, be the one that, where he That'll retires. be the one where he comes back, headlines Which might the card. be Whitaker. Whitaker or... Or might be Rockhold, the, yeah. the trilogy. Yeah, or it could be Brock Lesnar if uh, if he's up oh, for another word. money yes. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But it's... Uh, I don't think... I, I don't think... I think Bisping knows he's under Rockhold's skin and I do not think he'll let him off that. I, I'd never think Rockhold's going to... Get that fight, and I never think that ghost will leave Rockhold no. either. No. Um, all right. Then. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Let's do um, hero and villain. Who's your hero this week? Hero of the week. You're going to be absolutely shocked at this, mate. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Are you braced? My hero of the week, John Jones. 
Jones. John. Jones. Hero. Hero of the week. What? John, How? John Jones, because I'm not talking about Johnny Jones, Johnny Bones Jones. Yeah. If you go to at John Jones on Twitter, there is a gentleman on that uh, who has got the handle John Jones. He is the real John Jones. He's a tech geek and he is the author of How I Escaped Evangelical Hell, a memoir. Uh, And he's basically... This is the guy I'm going to show you. He receives... Look at the difference. So he's he's like a red-headed... Goaty bearded. Uh, he's, he's, he's an interesting. He's got Dan Hardy's old hair dye from that, when he had the mohawk. He's stolen that, but he receives every hate tweet John Jones gets goes via him. Okay, That's so these, amazing. These, so he, but he receives them with such grace, and Bless he answers him. them. Have to start following, and mate. It's, it's brilliant. It's that if you don't know, just go at John Jones. He's verified as well. You don't think it's him that's positive? They just got the wrong John Jones mixed up at the testing lab. <laughs> well, they've, and that's the mate, guy who's using Tarambol. You should see the hate he gets when something happens, and you've got to imagine John Jones has done such crazy. He could easily change his Twitter handle. He could be. But he's part of his he's enjoying this, He's, he's he? enjoying it's it. It's a bit of fun, isn't but it? I'm going to add another bit of beauty to this one. Let me just find this because uh, uh, the, he receives all this hate mail. So he receives all these hate yeah. tweets and he gets some awful stuff. So even though he's got a picture of him, a white man with red head yep. and a goatee beard, which looks nothing like John Jones. Um, but there is also... Um, let me just try and find this. Sorry, not doing this very slickly. Uh, so through this, he has now met, met up with other people that have other... Names to people what, that are such famous. As what Terry Hitler? So, uh, so is it Laura Simpson, the one that Wayne, Wayne Rooney? There is a Laura. Is it Laura that Wayne Rooney got caught? I'm trying to find it here. So, ah, oh, there we go. Uh, so somebody hooked him up with somebody else who's getting hate mail for Wayne Rooney, the girl who's apparently did something with Wayne Rooney, and then through that, they've also hooked him up with somebody called Daniel Cormier. <laughs> so there's no, you're three, kidding. There's three people. I think it's funny if he ha- if he ha- <laughs> hangs out with people who are get mistaken for other UFC. Fighters. Oh, well, there Daniel must be, Cormier. What, is, there a, be, is there a Mike Bisping? Another there Mike must Bisping. Be, there must be. They'll be all around. But oh, that's brilliant. But, but this guy handles it with such grace and humour that it's uh, it's an absolutely uh, a beautiful thing to behold. That the he, real are John Jones. Former UFC fighter must yeah. be laughing his ass off. Oh, mate. He's not getting—he's getting no abuse. Yes, no, but, so, but other people going. I loved your book about how you escaped <laughs> evangelical hell. <laughs> Here's Laura Simpson. I've just found a tweet. So it's Laura Simpson that gets the way Rooney hate. That's just so and there funny. Is at Daniel Cormier, which is a totally different Daniel Cormier. Uh, uh, and they've all hooked up and they all send each other messages when they're each getting hate mail or whatever from each other. So that's that's my hero. Johnny Jones Bones. Not Johnny Bones Jones. John Jones is my hero. I'm going to have a look at that on Twitter later. Uh, my hero of the week is uh, Golovkin's chin. Oh, my God. We're going to come on to a minute into the big oh super fight. Oh, my well, God. Wow. Relentless. That right, that was it. Right hand he Just took like, off. No, no, no. Doesn't matter. No, no bang, no, bang, no, no, no. no, no. For twelve rounds. Well, let's forget twelve rounds, mate. That is his three hundred and eighty-eighth competitive fight, so including amateurs. But he, mate, have you he, seen him? He's a fresh-faced looking he's man. Ne- he's never been dropped. No, nope. he's never been dropped. He's never been stopped in three hundred. Yeah, he's got such a young, unmarked face. He doesn't look I like know. a boxer. That's it. That's it's it's a thing. It's a thing to behold. It really is uh, unbelievable. Uh, who's your villain? My villain of the week. Right, well, I had a couple of 
potential villains. Yeah. So uh, I'll just I'll, I'll uh, uh, the crowd at Cage Warriors the uh, when it kicked off a little bit a little feisty mate a little bit testy a little, little bit testy a little bit testy oh, but I think the planning on that was terrible because as it's somebody who runs the, I'm not saying I do but I know that when ACB do events you get the ticket so you get the plan of the venue and where you see your fighters so you give a bunch of tickets that and could have got a lot worse and it was already some pretty ugly scenes was, and just seeing the, the fights and stuff I, like I know people that were there that, that felt really like felt really uncomfortable yeah that's really not good un- but, uh, but I, so there's shame that. because there's uh, that's a great there's a good organisation it's and, great uh, and Nathaniel's it's, fight was and insane oh we've got to talk about that as well in a minute but the um uh, my second one is just to fuck off to Max Kellerman. Just fuck off. Mate. Oh, yeah. Just fuck oh, off. It gives you loads of easy way out of her submissions. Oh, but and but what a preening dick. What, but Max, in between Golovkin and uh, and Canelo, it was like a schoolyard. Do you know when you get whispers, but with them, yeah. rather than it being from classroom to classroom, yeah. somebody stood in like, he just said that you wouldn't be able to do this. What do you. And, and yeah. I just fuck off, Max Kellerman. And then, but my actual uh, villain of the week is boxing. Unfortunately, it's, it is it, it, it's it's isn't it funny how there was all that stuff about Conor McGregor and that fight is going to hurt boxing. Yeah. The only fight this year that's hurt boxing is your biggest fight in years. The, it was uh, I watched and it that. makes boxing look like a bent, dodgy. Uh, farce. It, it stinks. I Shame because s- the actual. I'm not saying the fight because the fight was a proper thriller. Well, that's that's the moment I was going to tell you because I was sat watching that fight and that this has been good for boxing. I've enjoyed yeah. Anthony Joshua. I've enjoyed the build-up it's, for, it's a great for time McGregor boxing, and Mayweather. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. Um, and then, but this fight, I was sat back and I was watching it and it reminded me of days gone by yep. when I used to watch a lot of boxing. Yep. A lot. And I thought, and it you know what? it stank at I, times. I need, to, I need to get back into boxing. And then the result was called out. And I thought, this was your time to show. This is, a, they, they, they were arguing about a, a red-headed bloke stepping in there trying to take the O off of what is one of the greatest of all, all time. Yep. They had exactly the same thing. The red-headed Mexican stepping in against Triple G with, it, with his undefeated record in what was a classic. Oh, it was a, it was a proper thrilling fight. It had a momentum change. First couple of rounds, I thought Canelo had it. And then I thought Triple G was amazing. Yep. Um, my villain of the week is Adelaide Bird. I mean, oh, oh. I, I, you should not be allowed to work in boxing ever again. How the other judges had those, and you saw what were you looking at? Now this, it was a tight fight. I had it around 115, 113 uh, to Triple G, and probably him winning by two rounds or something like that. It's a close fight, but it wasn't that. No. There's no way it was no. that. I, I posted a tweet. I said, if you are, and I said, this is not to do with the fans. If your opinion is that far out from your peers. Exactly. The other two to, judges. You need to ask yourself why, but then yeah. also when that much is on the line, you need to explain why. And, uh, and for me, this, the, the, this is where, and again, this is boxing that letting, letting itself down. This is the John Jones of itself. Which, when it starts to become political as well. well. There's all that, but Adelaide Bird, this is her history. Okay. The only judge who uh, uh, judged Amir Khan ahead of Canelo Alvarez yep. in 2016 before he got knocked out. And oh, by the way, did you see Box Nation what they did to yeah. poor Amir Khan yeah. while he's commentating Funny. on the fight? Funny. That's a video of Seriously, whoever, that, whoever did that, that's that's my other hero of the oh, week. Polak's Funny as. Funny as. Uh, so she's also the only judge who had Nam He's had a strange year, Amir Khan, isn't oh, he? Mate. The whole stuff about Joshua online. Oh, and- but that was fun. That was also funny. So, uh, uh, but yeah, he's had, he's had a rough, rough, rough old year. But this, this is so this is Adelaide Bird's history, which is why she shouldn't ever be in a no, position no. like this. So and I, I, to mark my words, there's nothing to do with her being a woman. No. It's just, whoever that is, you're just not good enough at your job. No, just not That's good it. enough. The only judge to uh, had Nam Pham, the winner of Tough Finale over Leonard Garcia. <laughs> the only judge who had Melvin Gillard, the winner of the UFC 155 over Jamie Varner, which is ridiculous. Quite a track record, isn't it? And then the only judge who had 
Bernard Hopkins winner over Joe Kalazaki. Did you watch that fight? Yes, great Jesus fight. Christ. But, but, no but how can somebody with a track record... Uh, still be, still be working and their biggest 2008 fight. 2008. Biggest, well, big, one of the biggest boxing fights for years. Yeah, and it, it just stunk. And even the... Um, it, was a t- it was a terrible ending, uh, a disgraceful decision. That Everyone's talking about that. This kind of obscure, what a truly great fight that was. That was amazing. Can't, I can't it wait. took me the back. The only good thing it, about that decision is can't wait for the rematch. That probably probably may May the 5th, something like that, that yeah. they're looking at doing that. But the other thing that got what flew under the radar from this, what the judge who drew it, a, uh, who scored it a draw, yep. round seven, which if you watch round yep. seven, total triple G round. Oh, Absolutely yeah. 100% yeah. a triple G. Look, Adelaide no Bird, that was the final round. The, it's the only, the second round she gave to triple G. Um, Yet one of the judges, the judge who drew it, uh, called it a draw, gave that to Canelo. So that, that has stunk it out as well. Because if you Just look... Just so obviously bad and we get bad decisions in yeah. MMA but you had the chance boxing to shine you have the apps and they did the boxers did their bit and we the watched boxers did their bit. and do you know what boxing still has over MMA and I hate comparing the two but it does in terms of a build up on the night the walkouts the anthems just that whole pomp and ceremony with yeah. a really big fight. Yeah. There's there's still nothing like that in MMA. No. Although we have those moments where we're looking forward to the fighters fighting each other massively. We got close to it. Was it... Was it uh, Even the, the day as the, the Diaz-McGregor the, rematch. Ch- Ch- Chad that was Mendes really like, wow. And, yeah. and McGregor. When yeah. we had um, Sinead O'Connor singing and the other yeah. band player. We got close, but you're right. There's nothing. still in terms of a big boxing fight like that. It still it has something really special. And you were watching... Midway through the fight, I was like, oh, God, this is a joy. It's beautiful. It I, reminds I, me how smart boxing is. And, and how enjoyable it yeah, can be. Because to really, really, really... High level doesn't do it just enough. The momentum shifts, just how well in the first couple of rounds Canelo handed the power I of thought, Triple I G. Thought, how he, how he, he literally jogs across the ring to cut him off. Yeah. And you're like, his conditioning... I mean, Canelo appeared to fade a bit at times where his conditioning wasn't wasn't up there with, but Triple G's conditioning was... He He's was a zombie, relentless. mate. He's a, he is the Terminator. But when and I the watched, punching, just the accuracy. And, and picking the punches yeah, as well, that's it. Our, oh, Not it was, falling it was a joy for traps. To watch. It was beautiful. You know, we talk about, we've got some great strikers in, in the UFC and MMA, and we have, but you realise when you see boxing at that level, it really is a sweet science. It's a, it's a joy to watch. And when you see matches made when people, and the, the argument was Triple G might be slightly out of his prime, but when you see fighters at the an area of fighting each other when they should, that is also a thing of beauty because so often box great boxers are kept apart by the different organisations, different yep. promotions. This one they brought them together. It was absolutely stunning. I thought Canelo's speed and power yeah, uh, God, looked strong, stunning in the first year. It made yep. Triple G look thirty five years old yep. in the cage, in the cage, in the ring. But then Triple G, but then G it just, just the momentum shifted, it didn't it? Shifted. It was it was and, something and, and, and to watch. I watched watch. it again last night, um, just to sort of see how anyone could get, get Adelaide boat. Maybe I was just getting too much into it. And again, it was just interesting watching that shift and what what that was. It was, uh, but the, the, the thing you got to take into account for Canelo, that's the heaviest he's ever fought. He looked it as well. He's like a bullet, he, he looked fantastic. But remember, this is the other likeness and I'm putting it back to Conor McGregor. Remember that whole picture when you saw Conor McGregor say, this is me on salads, This look at me on yeah. steak. And you saw him for 170 yeah. for fighting uh, Nate Diaz for the first time, but he ran out of gas. And I think Canelo wasn't used to having that engine, used to carrying that amount of weight. He looked for... And moving both. around the ring as much as he had to in the yeah. last six rounds to get away, circling away and just yeah. trying to move away from the relentless the, Just the, the forward G. pressure, the way Triple G cuts off the cage, but also credit to Canelo. Canelo... He would bounce back, he would, he would come off because he... 
He backs up. And yeah. he's, sometimes people think he's got a bit of a weakness being backed into corners, but he comes off the ring, <coughs> the ropes really well with his counter punching. Viciously, great. Yeah. There's a couple of. This is the other thing I the like. Uppercut. How was that round? It both was. Both of them had uppercuts yeah, back yeah. to back. So Beautiful. what? They, yeah, Canelo caught so uh, Triple G, and then Triple G yeah. caught Canelo. Um, but there were some lovely moments between the two, which you know they recognised they were they were in mm. a a great fight, and they were in a fight of our our, our times because they would nod at each other. And I'm not just so talking about so much respect. Like my God, yeah, you won the best. Yeah, and there's a, there's a, there was one that I remember. It was early on in the fight where they both dodged each other's uppercuts simultaneously. Uh, that's it. And that's they stepped the back and they looked at each other yeah. and they kind of just went, oh, yeah. yeah. This, this, Could have yeah. head off. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> both of like us. two gunslingers. Oh, it was great. It yeah, was, I, I absolutely loved it. And uh, it was it was a classic fight. Yeah. But my God, that was an embarrassing moment for boxing after us because we could all see it. It stunk like it, shit. Teddy Atlas could see it as well, mate. Oh, my Teddy word. Atlas. That's who your, should have been my hero of the week. Best mate. <laughs> i got to get out. <laughs> I gotta get out of box. If I, I can get out, I get out of boxing now. Oh, they've left. Oh. Just oh, but, it was. I love Teddy, uh, and you know that's a lot of spit to come off a man whenever he gets up. <laughs> Very upset man at the moment, <laughs> but he summed it up for me. Yeah, seriously, he's like in Teddy we trust. Yeah, he was right. Absolutely. It was disgusting, and you're right, Brian. That isn't the only time you've seen terrible daylight robbery, and it was it was a, it was a, co- a comedy ending. Yeah, it, it was a sad ending, but it yeah. would get, we, they would have but had that rematch. rematch. They, if this is the other thing, the, 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 uh, they would have had that rematch anyway because Canelo would have been uh, sorry Triple G if he won that fight. The f- number one contender for one of those titles was uh, Canelo, so he would have been asked to yeah. rematch him. So likely that would have come anyway. Yeah. But this, you could just—it just stinks that boxing. No, they're looking for the trilogy. They're looking for this to be the fight that carries them through this year, next year, uh, next year, uh, and possibly the year after if there is if, is, is yeah. a rubber match. Um, but Teddy Atlas said it. Those fighters gave their all. They put on a great performance. They've left part of themselves in that ring they're leaving less of themselves oh, than when they went in there yeah. uh, even though you two, can't tell two by modern Canelo greats go- putting on a 12 round epic fight that was great we, it- were, we were lucky to see that over the weekend I got a friend from a uh, friend of mine is a boxing promoter in this country he was at the after show party out there when he's got a photo of him and Kennedy oh, and he, he, he looks he said he was nothing but gracious at the after show. Yeah. You know, chatting to everyone. Yeah. I mean, he pocketed 30 million. It takes a little bit of the sting. Little there, Joff. Uh, but he knows in his heart, and everyone kept saying to him, but you know you won. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's been in boxing yeah. enough to know. But he's, they're, they're, he's a hum- they're both... They're both humble. They're, they're good guys. They're both great for the sport. Yeah, Alvarez has been like, like he was touted from such a young age. He's reached the greatness that was expected yeah. of him, and that's that doesn't happen with many athletes in no. any sport. Where and uh, and uh, the the flip side, Triple G has reached greatness despite people not believing that a fighter from Kazakhstan. Why is he Triple G? Uh, Gennady Golovkin. There's two Gs. <laughs> no double G. It doesn't sound as good, does it? <laughs> hey, listen, double G is one of the great. Double G sounds like a shit. It's a honey G. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Triple G sounds better. Honey isn't it? G is the, Honey oh, G, oh, Double no. G, oh, Triple good. G, Triple G. It's because one of my kids was going, "Oh, why are you watching this fight again?" I said, "I just want to see if Triple G was robbed." And they were like, "Who's who's Triple G?" I said, "What?" They were like, "Why is he called that?" I said, "Because he's, he's called Kennedy Golovkin." They came back five minutes. And went, but isn't that only two Gs? And I went, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> a ten-year-old. That's answers. a good point. Send but it's not answers. the same as Double G. No. If you have a meeting, I'm going to go. Why the? Why, why, why triple? Did you have a meeting where they went? We can't be. I yeah. don't think you can be. I've got a better idea. Let's, How does Triple G yeah, sound? Listen, listen, but I guess you got Triple H. 
Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe, There's a lot of power maybe. in the triple, isn't there? You know <laughs> yeah. what? Do you know what he is? He's a problem. <laughs> He's a problem. So that, that, that was, I know we did the boxing then, but that was my villain of the week boxing. Did, you, what's your, did we do your villain? My villain of the week was Adelaide Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. She stinks, should never work some boxing ever, again. Ever Any again. judge that does that, and with that track record, yeah. but it's, it's unjustifiable. Yeah. And the State Commission need to kick her out. Without a doubt. Uh, but they're, they're it's consistently a real bad. The, ne- the, yep. the Nevada State oh, Athletic Commission shocking. are a nightmare. Yeah. So. But um, it doesn't matter. I still, oh, it doesn't matter. Sorry, um, it doesn't take away from how much I loved that fight. It was great, and yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm not over dramatic. How do you say it? You're not. No. No. Thanks. I really am not. <laughs> uh, but when I was watching it, I had the moment sat there watching it where I was like, "This is why I used yeah. to watch so much boxing." Yeah. This is why we've so. been lucky this year. There've been some great boxing fights, but the Joshua fight was a was an all time classic. Uh, that you remember, and so was that. Yeah, we, we have another classic on on the horizon, though, don't we? We have uh, David Hay versus uh, Jimmy Manuel. Where they it met, looks like they that's met happening at Bama. early next year, and big... everyone went. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, will hey will more than likely beat him. More than likely. Yeah, yeah. I think highly likely. Highly likely. I'm look at me. Jimmy can do it, mate. I'm sticking. I'm sticking. I I mean, he's got he's got a puncher's chance, but no, no. I don't. I I just can't see David. It's it's not. They're not like David Hayes got a bit of charisma and he knows how to promote. He's a very charismatic guy, and he's still got his power. Thing with David Hay, right? There's a very famous boxing right in this country, who I won't name who said this to me, but he said that David Hayes were the most frustrating fighters in the world because actually if he'd have got some of his stuff together, he could have been one of the all-time great heavyweights because he's got amazing footwork, amazing power. He's an athlete. He's got proper knockout power, but yeah. he's just not managed to look, do. And the yeah, look. he's the full package. But, but Cruiserweight he did. This is what yeah. people forget. Cruiserweight, he was such a dominant force. And yeah. Then he jumped up to, to heavyweight, which was... Uh, it's where the money is. Which is where the money is. But um, yeah, I, it doesn't massively interest me, the Jimmy Manoa fight. No. I can't see Dana White making a, a three-city, four-city tour <laughs> for that press conference. No. Like, the reigning! <laughs> Defending! No, it, the never reigning! Yeah. Recently knocked out! <laughs> There's no uh, real demand for that. No, no, no. There's no real demand for they that. They even, they even had like, the, like Jimmy was. This is the thing that I saw where it looks like it's on where Jimmy Manoa approached David Hay at Bama, which was on this weekend on Friday. Yeah, and and sort of said, so "Is this going down?" And David Hay was waiting to like two minutes away. For, like you can see the production guy counting them in two minutes to go over, trying to get rid of Jimmy Manoa. Say, "Yeah, it's on, mate. It's fine. Yeah, just get you out of the way of the camera. Have a fight. Yeah, yeah. That's Hang on, I've got to go now. The the guy from Geordie Shaw's about to come in. We've got big stuff going. <laughs> <laughs> you did spark him out though, mate. You did. Oh, Fair play mate. to that. Aaron, Ch- Aaron Chambers, Chalmers? Geordie Shaw, one of them. One of them, the guy from Geordie Shaw. Yeah, but he did spark him out. Yeah, so you he's got to give, give, give him some props. And now this weekend, it's uh, another UFC fight. Um, but Shogun's out. Yes, that is right. So we have got... Who stepped in? Was is it, it UFC fight night this weekend? It's another fight night. So let me just check. Because who has stepped in for him? Is it Okama? Yeah, Okami, he's back. Yeah, I think yeah, it is yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Yushin Okami. Yeah. Um, whose funniest stories are when you're staying at Chael Sonnen's house and his mum nearly shot him through <laughs> yes, a uh, through funny. the spare bedroom door. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's brilliant. If you don't know that, you could, uh, Chael explains it on his podcast. But you by should the way, okay. a lot of people want to try and find the Brian Stam documentary we were talking about last okay. week. Okay, I'm pretty sure um, if you use YouTube and type in Brian Stam documentary, yeah. I don't know why three of you actually said, "How do I find this?" I think you can thing also, you speak of. How 
Have you never heard? We're going to ask Jeeves. Go listen, on Google. Listen. The what, time it took you to type out an email to me. Look, mate, I'm not your search look, engine. Look, mate, what we should be grateful. We've seen the questions we've had today so right. far. What we should be grateful, if they, if they can't find it on YouTube, those people probably cannot email us in a, a question like that. So we're, No, uh, you're quite right. Yeah. So we're, if we're, you look for it on YouTube, it's a great documentary. It's really good. Oh, oh Fight Pass, if you put Brian standing there, I'm sure yeah. that it'll be in, uh, in or there ask somewhere. Jeeves. I'll just ask Put your finger out, all right. Who else is fighting this? So weekend? this actually the co-main event is is a decent fight. Uh, Claudia Gadelia versus oh, yeah. Jessica Andrade. Yeah, and right. that is a great fight. That's yep. two scary, yeah, scary yeah, yeah. ladies. Look forward to seeing that. Um, that very, be, very uh, smart technical fighters. Yeah, uh, and also just like, they've got a huge amount of like muscle for ladies of that weight class. They yeah. are so ripped. So and I so... saw two episodes of over the weekend as well of The Ultimate Fighter. Oh, how was it? Was it's it all really, right? yeah? really good. Okay. It is brilliant. Oh. So obviously you've got Justin Gagey as one of the coaches and Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, yeah. And it's, I don't want to be uh, talking stereotypes here, but this is my wife's words, who okay. is a woman. She said, <laughs> Today. It's a lot more, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> She says a lot more touchy feeling than normal, a lot more hugging and crying than normal. There's oh. always a fair bit of crying, yes, but usually. normally when they're drunk. But it was a, it's a different tone and it's really nice. The fights are amazing. Really, I mean, really, 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 really good. And Justin Gagey, great coach. Okay. And the eyes, really, the eyes. My wife's <laughs> never seen him before, and she said that guy looks like he's been hit repeatedly in the eyes. <laughs> I went, yeah, that's that's exactly what's happened there. <laughs> I gotta watch that back then. I've got <laughs> that's, that's so funny. I don't like... know how he knows where the camera is without those thick glasses, those sort of Eddie Eagle Edwards glasses he often that's, walks that's around. That's why in. he's just. It's why he swings for the fences. Say, he does, he's he's got... a great coach, and Eddie Alvarez. They both come across really, really well as as good guys. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to no, what a their fight, fight that at is. The what a fight what a that is. Please get to that. But fight. the female fighters they've got are fantastic, and it's a, it's a good show. There's a lot less of the awful kind of jockish behaviour that you get in that ruin that show for me. Yeah. And people trashing it and stuff More like that. More candles and pillows, that sort of stuff. Is no, there. come no, on now. Bernard no, no, Manning's rocked up. <laughs> <laughs> They're all queuing for the bathroom. <laughs> that's where the main fight is. It's just outside the just bathroom. That, yeah, one mirror. Yeah. One mirror. That's yeah. what they've done. That's it. One yeah, mirror. For the, for one house. <laughs> one, two, ten girl, two girls, one mirror. Oh, Jesus. Ten girls. That might be another oh, website you've been looking at over the weekend. <laughs> Um, Ten girls, of, one cup. It's been the week we got. We mentioned it briefly. We've got to give Nathaniel Wood a little shout out for Cage Warriors. I that it was, like it was all over for him, mate. It really I did. I thought that was. I made the mistake. You see, now we we were thinking of going to this yep. thing, which which actually probably wasn't a mistake. <laughs> I don't know, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but we, we we yeah. Anyway, so I thought I'd watch it. I was there, I sat and I made a nice meal for my wife. Yeah, what did you make by the way? <laughs> I ordered a pizza. Uh, That's not I, making no, I a did, meal. I didn't make a meal. Um, she made me a meal. You she took made, out the package that you. She made me a, lo- a lovely spaghetti bolognese for for dinner. Oh, nice glass of nice. red wine. Sat there. Oh yeah. So we watched. We watched. We went back to watching season one of Game of Thrones. So we did that. And as as oh, we're watching wow. that, um, I'm keeping my eye on the clock and like that. And uh, slowly, like the spaghetti kicks in. So there's the wine. She goes, I'm a bit tired. Of it. Off oh, you pop. Oh, what you got? What? Not one of the your drugs from Russia in that wine. I feel sleepy. Boy, I'm also, what's this funny sweet smell? Don't worry about that. I need any more Game of Thrones. That Brian's wife is still asleep now. Three days later. She's in the car, mate, outside. <laughs> She's in the car. <laughs> oh, I can only wake her up by rubbing that dead pigeon on her, I reckon. That's, that should get her going. Um, but so we, she went to, She went upstairs, she went to bed, and I started watching this bit of Cage Warriors, so I was watching the Coleman event. Um, do you know what? I'm, I'm 
terrible, but I've forgotten who it was, but it was a brilliant fight. Really, really good comeback. They fight. always put on good fights. And uh, so I watched that and I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself I'm gonna sit in bed and watch this one. Yep. I'm a bit tired myself. Yeah. So I went up to bed to watch the Nathaniel Wood fight. <laughs> and I'm laying there thinking like, I don't think I wasn't expecting what it was gonna be. No way. And the war that just on ensued from uh from the first bell onwards like my heart rate was pounding i sat up yeah. i was twitching away and my wife just told me just get out that's <laughs> literally get out um and i, I wasn't tired of that so much adrenaline but he put on such a performance what of uh, of heart yeah, so yeah, yeah he, real uh, heart. he got josh reed all credit to him came in blitzed him yeah apps and i, I almost th- had him out i am um, mark goddard a couple of times said show me something and Nathaniel was bouncing off the cage all over he was trying over. to get his head together and yep. just stay in it and just get the, the fog to clear so he could get back in there with, and he did and he did well he caught him with that left when they were up against the cage recovery. and my god when he got the finish like I just it just it was a we've seen him in the last year we've seen I think it's fourth fight this yeah. this year and in the last year we've seen him grow uh, in, in competition but also skill wise game plan wise and that fight showed just heart that showed I think of the UFC heart. and they do watch Cage Warriors there are so many former Cage Warriors fighters Connor that uh, let them get discovered there and go yeah. into the UFC I think they got about sixteen fighters at the moment that were uh, uh, yeah, a Cage former Cage Warriors yeah, yeah. And, and I think. I can see him being signed up for two fights yeah, for the well, deservedly so. I, I know for and Paddy Pimlet one day. Yeah, one day with Paddy that. the Baddy. Paddy the I Baddy. Love. He's great. He's such a personality. But the I I think uh, I, I do know Sean Shelby has seen that fight, and we'll have to wait and see see what happens. But well, there's a apparently big call. he's also signed up some of the fans <laughs> so, yeah, that were fighting outside. <laughs> one of them has got a great big out and is a real problem. <laughs> There was a heavyweight Welsh guy. Grab him, the one with the flag. He's he's in for UFC Stockholm next year. That's it. Uh, but just massive respect to to Nathaniel. And now Wood. this weekend, ACB Brian's organisation, who commentates for and presents for, is up in Sheffield. If you're thinking about going and seeing some brilliant fights this weekend, get up there for that. Go over that. What I mean, that's an amazing card. It's crazy card. So the the, the headline fight is we've we've dubbed it the Battle of Britain. It's Luke Barnett versus Scott Askham, two middleweights whose careers have intertwined, but they've never met so they've both been in Bama they've both been in uh, UFC they've never met There's now always... I know you're commentating you got, uh, 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 and you're good yeah. mates with Luke yeah. but how are you seeing that one going do you know what it's uh, it's difficult to say how come it will on, go come on would, would Teddy Atlas go it's difficult to say De- Teddy <laughs> Atlas would just shout at you mate that's <laughs> it uh, for, for me I think it will depend this is Scott, Scott's first fight yeah. out of the UFC it's also in his backyard and uh, what happened at the weigh-ins was he was a little bit emotional so he not the weigh-ins sorry the, the face-off yeah, you can so see. He, he grabbed kind hold of Luke yeah. and I think I've, I've never seen that out of Scott I've seen, him, I've seen him feisty before I've seen him at weigh-ins sort of head but he's going to have about 500 of his fans there because it's right on his doorstep that's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of pressure it's support which is great but it's also huge expectation so I think it would depend on how he copes with that and Luke is a calm He's a cerebral fighter. Yeah, he is. He totally is. Yeah. He can. He's, he saw it with Max Nunes. He went up to light heavyweight for his last fight, handled Max, crushing him up against the cage, and just picked his shots and yeah. finished him standing. Uh, which, which, which is the way Luke fights. Scott Askham, though, is a. It's like his cardio is crazy. He's always it's a, it's fit a, a to fight. Great fight. I can't wait to he's, see that this yeah, weekend. He's fighting out of ATT and uh, and with Luke. So is Uncle Frank coming over for that as Frank well? Frank will be over. Frank's, so Frank Mears. Frank Mears in Sheffield <laughs> Frank Saturday night. Luce. Wow, with Mrs. Mir, Mrs. Mir's oh, coming, oh, so he's got he's got his that, lead. That's good. Yeah, but that's what I on. meant, you know. I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the Mirs are over. 
The mares are coming, mate. Wow. The mares are coming. Wee, that's be amazing. Thursday morning. So this will be the uh, yeah the, the second. So that she, that she came to the one in America, which was in January, and now she's coming to this one here. So Mr. and Mrs. Mir will be. So in if house. people don't know too much about ACB, brilliant organisation. Where can they watch it this weekend, other than getting there and so after Sheffield? We will be on Box Nation uh, yep. live and free. So if you, you you've got Box Nation, you can watch it there. Fight TV app as well. If you download that, you can watch it for apps absolutely free. And if you want to come and watch it live, there's still tickets available starting from. 20 pounds just 20 quid to come and watch a hey, that's brilliant. great fight card there's 15 fights on the card uh, K Musa has taken on Alex Enland as well which is a great fight at yeah. lightweight so Alex Enland was in the UFC K Musa is one of the rising stars in UK MMA uh, you've got uh, you've got Bubba Jenkins coming back over taking Diego Marlon on which is a Brazilian uh, fighter taking on an all-American wrestler you've got some stunning fights so come and join us it'd be awesome Awesome. Thank you very much for downloading the show. We'll be back next week. As always, if you do enjoy the show, um, rate and review us on iTunes. That makes a big difference. And tell all your mates about it with Fight Fans. And we love your questions as well. OC at ultimatecouchfans.com. Us.